The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of Valerie, her guests, and callers. Now here's your host, Valerie Kirkgaard. This is for you, this is for you and me, and who we see when we see each other. This is for all, this is for all the time you tried to find your sister or your brother. And you're not crazy anymore, you've been waiting at the door. And it's time to open. You bet it's time to open. You're listening to Waking Up in America, a radio magazine, dynamic radio dialogues on life today in America, brought to you by the Coding Company, drval.com, and doctors all spelled out, and 42action.org. Bob Sircosta of the Home Shopping Network says we're doing radio that is changing the world. I'd like to think so. I, I really would. Hop on over to our um, website at wakingupinamerica.com. Tweet me at Val Kirkgaard1. Tweet Randy during the show, always. She's, she's, she's the one in charge of that. At Randy, R-A-N-D-I, at Randy Shannon. Um, and you might hear a telephone ringing, a dog barking, or an angel singing as we call in from our homes and offices around the world to cause this program. Now, Jesus spoke in Aramaic and in the Lord's Prayer. A prayer actually means to go out into the world and get that which is yours, and always include a prayer for the celebration of our republic and for the United States of America. Today we ask for the respect for our animal friends as well as each other in our communities. We are a nation structured in Christian values. The Ten Commandments work, folks. It doesn't matter what what your origin is if you've got the Ten Commandments going on for you, you'll have a world that works. And I'm going to say that the 11th um, commandment would be laugh and have a, a great time and contribute to a great world and make sure you dance. Um, if you want to ask a question while we're on the air, just tweet Randy at Randy Shannon. Um, you're listening, as I said, to Waking Up in America. We're very <laughs> we're having a lot of fun today with Dr. Lala. You're going to love this woman. Um, one of the things that's really important is I just spent the weekend in the Landmark Advanced Course, and here's Dr. Alali like an answer to one of my prayers. Because as you know, we're creating the possibility of living to be 200 years old and enjoying it. And that's not just a party thing. That's because as you age and as you go through processes and as you build community, and um, dying at 100 is just kind of like a waste of a good life in a sense. It's like... Um, your life just keeps getting more extraordinary the older you get. And when and Randy and I mentioned this to Dr. Lolly this morning, she's going to tell you about some of the people she knows. Now, um, this lady has a, a, a background in prayer. She has a background in government. She has a background in the heart. She has a background in um, taking risks. She understands community. She 
loves the Lord, and she's going to share a word with you today that I'm going to let her share, because when she shares it, it comes from an enormous world and an enormous understanding of her studies inside of the Hebrew language, which we were actually discussing prior to the show. Of any of the languages I've ever looked at, Hebrew has more nuances to it. It can One single word can be read in many different directions, and each one of them has a texture and tone. It's a very complex um, communication system that we'll be talking more about, but one of the important things to remember is whether you're Einstein looking at the unified field or the quantum field, or whether you're a, um, a, a Baptist singing your heart out, or an Episcopalian in church, or a Buddhist, or whoever you are, you're looking to a greater vision, a greater space. And in, at Landmark Education, we we uh, acknowledge the fact that we're actually not objects. What we acknowledge is the fact that we're all clearings for something. And Dr. Lale is a clearing for health and magnificence and humor and understanding and correcting danger and in information in the world. I happen to be right now a clearing for all kinds of things to show up. If you take a look, Voice America is just acknowledging us for 16 years of being on the radio. Actually, it's uh, 28 from um, the beginning, which was actually this radio show was a project for Landmark Education in 1987, and we've been on the air, and we've been on television, and we've been about we've been about making the world a better place for all of us. Okay, and that's been going on for 28 years through heaven, high water, floods, droughts, um, all kinds of conversations. So that's the possibility of of each one of us is having an extraordinary clearing that we are. And a clearing means that you're not an object to be abused or celebrated. You're actually a clearing um, in which the things that are important and valuable in your life show up. So as we take different trainings and do different things for ourselves, um, what we are is we're more available to um, being brilliant lights in the world. And it's about you lighting up your light. I'm an Olympic torchbearer, okay? So I'm about Sidious, Altius, Fortius. I'm about swifter, higher, stronger. I'm about you standing up and going, yeah, I could do that. And then I'm about community coming around you and um, partaking of that. And Randy Shannon, my co-host, oh, my God, the things that <laughs> you're into, Randy. Why don't you tell people a little bit where your light shines? Oh, wow, we've been uh, so busy. Well, the law stuff, first of all, 42 Action, that's just been a dream, and we're going down a road where we're, we're doing something that no one in the entire country is doing. We're rolling out a program for people in foreclosure, and I'll just make this quick, where they, they just want to, they're fed up, they want to walk away. We are going to help save their credit. We're going to put a renter in there, and they're going to earn off the renter, and we're going to litigate it to get it out from the fraudulent bank loan that was fraudulent from the start, and when we get it sold, we're going to give them 20% of that sale. Oh, that so is amazing. We, that's, yeah, no one in the entire country is doing that, and that makes it so they can walk away, get on with their life, and there will be a rainbow at the end. And then Longevity, which I love, love, love Longevity, which uh, the minerals are the foundation. There's a lot of great companies out there, but I love the Longevity Minerals. And uh, that also leads into uh, the fact that the company, when they see great things out there, they actually partner with or buy other companies to have it all under one umbrella. And so 
you know, there was a company called JavaFit out there at one point that was totally separate, and Longevity brought them in under their umbrella, and all of a sudden they had organic coffee with no fluoride and uh, <laughs> no other chemicals. And so all those wonderful Longe- or JavaFit people came over to Longevity. And um, that brings us to our guest today, which is Dr. Alali, and she has brought to the company something called the Nano Bio Balancer, which is amazing, and I'll let her, you know, describe. Well, we're going to get to that in a minute. I've yeah. got to mention a few. Uh, take a look at our website because I want you to get that everybody over there is doing something to contribute to all of this. Our right. special attention is on longevity and the brilliant work that it's doing. I actually didn't get my Kayani supply because I screwed up, and um, I noticed my energy dropping. I've actually taken the different products that we have over on our website, and I've left them out of my life for a month from time to time to see if I notice a difference. The truth is I do, okay? So what we're offering you is a package of what it is to live to be 200 and to be enjoying it and to be offering the the possibility of your life. Now, Dr. Alali started out, Randy, as we were talking before the show. Mm-hmm. Um, her history is from, you know, goes all the way back into running running people out of the South into the North during the Civil War. In fact, it probably goes back way farther than that, but we're talking about that. What we're talking about, too, is that there's a certain thing that we haven't mentioned besides our our appreciation for prayer and God is the fact that I would say that each one of us, and I sure got it from Dr. Alali, I know it for a fact from Randy, and I know it for myself, is that we're that people consider us to be courageous. Would you agree, Dr. Alali? Absolutely. And it's that courage you're going to be speaking to, the courage to make a difference, the courage to change, the courage to um, take that which is ours. And when you when you came on the show, we were like in such high energy, and we were talking about landmark education, and you were saying that senators and and all different kinds of people had partaken in that. Landmark actually um, uh, it consults with NASA, uh, amongst other companies. Um, so you're inside of an extremely powerful world. I saw your picture with a number of presidents and such. Now, how did you get into that world, and where did you come from? Well, I, I tell people it's by the favor of God. Um, the, the Bible says your gifts will make room for you. And um, I just happened to be a nurse in Saudi Arabia, and there were several people over there from Washington, D.C. I stopped in Washington, D.C. when I got back stateside for a party and uh, ran out of money, had to go out and get a job and just stayed there. Well, and one thing about living in Washington, D.C. you stop a minute? Uh, you're yes. born in the U.S., aren't you? I'm born in the U.S. How did you get to Saudi Arabia? I mean, you made that sound like you just walked across the street and you were in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> well, listen, um, I've been a registered nurse for almost 40 years and launched my nursing career in, in Atlanta at Grady Memorial Hospital, which is an international um, community. And so there are people and doctors there from all over the world, and I met some doctors from the Middle East that said, listen, Saudi is really hot for nurses. You ought to go. I applied and got accepted and ended up being on the opening team for King Fahad Hospital in Medical City, which is in Riyadh. What year was that? That was in 1984. Okay, very good. So, I'm sorry? I said very good. No, I was just thinking because that was the year I carried the Olympic torch, too. Oh, okay. Okay, so so we're both getting lit up in 84. (laughs) 
We're getting lit up in 84. And that was really a, a kind of a God. It was a God inspired me. He just put that desire in me at a time when that area was still in great uh, tribulation and turmoil. There was wars going on everywhere. My family was so afraid. But I knew in my gut that's what my assignment was. And I uh, went over there, met some fantastic people, led a lot of people to God over there. You know, where Christianity and carrying the Bible is against the law. You can be arrested for that. And so well, we had to have kind of incognito prayer meetings and, and that type of activity. And we made such bonds of the soul and heart. Then when I came back, we all met. There were about nine of us that rendezvoused in Washington, D.C., and six of us never left. Uh, Washington at the time was the only day you could, place you could work as a nurse. You could go to work from 7 to 3 and pick up your check at 4. Really? So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so a lot of nurses came to that region for, there were a lot of transient nurses in that region for that, for that reason. And I decided <clears throat> when I came back from Saudi, I had made so much money, believe it or not, I said, I'm taking a year off from work and I'm going to become a radio personality. So I became a radio personality in D.C. on WYCB with a program called Give a Capital Food of Thanks. It invited kids to identify unsung heroes in their community and then write me, and I would bring them on the air and let these children, you know, give kudos to these people, and we would celebrate their work in the community. And that got my, uh, that put me on the radar of the Congress, and the Senate and Capitol Hill uh, and the White House. And so I developed a performance company. with a, I had a youth performance company, and I got invited to the White House by Nancy Reagan to perform for the president. And uh, that just kind of let me, made me a resident person in the White House. I got two appointments under Ronald Reagan uh, to for his National Philanthropy Day Committee to continue that kind of work, saying thanks to people, and uh, then under George Bush, I led the bicentennial celebration of the U.S. Constitution. They give a capital salute of thanks. Uh, Can you thanks do something America for the Project. Constitution right now? Because it needs a little help. <laughs> yes, yes. What could you do but for the Constitution? Know, what would I do for the Constitution? Yeah. If I, what would I do for the Constitution? Uh, I would, <clears throat> I would render. Uh, first of all. Uh, I would make everybody in America become a nurse. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what I would do for the Constitution. Because, and then, and then uh, because nursing teaches you a respect for the dignity of human life, at least my nursing uh-huh. professor put that in me, and that leveled the playing field. The uh-huh. second thing I would do, I would make every race and creed take a responsibility for celebrating America. Because one of the greatest challenges I've had to face as an African-American person and as a woman was people saying, you know, there's no platform here for you to take responsibility for sharing and doing for this, for this government and for this great nation. And, and so until, and I learned, I was actually a research fellow at, at Yale University under Dr. Ed, Edmund Gordon, and I learned Unless you put a sense of people caring for themselves, their families, their community, and their nation, they will never rise up to defend it and protect it so that it can remain strong. Totally. And I'm deeply grieved, yes, yes 
by all of the drug use and all of the violence that's in our nation because we have not learned how to care for our sacred lives. Absolutely. You know, you... You, you are so touching my heart right now. I, I, I'm not even sure if I asked you that presence or the clearing we were talking about earlier asked you that presence because to me that's what we have to do to to live to be this possibility of 200 and live to be um, illuminated, resonant, powerful human beings. I mean, you're just so addressing it. And, yeah, I agree with you. We do need to all become – we need to become aware of the nurse's creed, you know, do you have an yes. actual creed that you say? Yes, we do have an actual creed that we say. Can and say I it? apologize that I, you know, it's I say that creed, I've never committed it to memory because i got so much stuff in my mind. Oh, my God, but basically, yeah, I know that. But basically the nurse's creed is summarized by saying, I will do no harm. I will take these skills and I will try to do to heal and to nurture and to restore, you know, every life that I touch. And I took that to heart, and that's why I don't care if I was taking care of homeless people full of maggots and their own feces. I cared for them with dignity. Uh, I totally get when, it. You know, yes. I, I met Mother Teresa, you know, and I was, <laughs> really? I was very moved by meeting Mother Teresa. I also, um, I, I, do you know who Tim Turner is? No, I don't. Okay, Tim Turner was actually a president, our president, who actually re-inhabited um, the Republic of the United States for America, okay? Basically, the corporation took over in 1871, and it's been a subtle process of taking um, the United States into a corporation and away from the people, okay? So Tim Turner was, uh, was the president of the re-inhabited Republic of, of the United States for America, and I'm actually an, uh, a U.N. ambassador for that republic, and I'm also a galactic ambassador for that republic. Wow. There, it's it's like we're, I don't know the right word, I don't want to say shadow, but it's like we're a parallel conversation that's actually going on in America. And back in um, no, um, November, I think it was the 14th of 2010, we actually had representatives in Windwalker, Utah, from 38 of the 50 states, and we re-inhabited the Constitution, which was actually vacated during Abraham Lincoln's presidency, okay? Wow. So for quite a while, there's been this gathering going on, and um, if you heard Ron Paul talk or Dennis Kucinich or somebody of that nature or Randy Shannon when she was running for office, you would hear that the republic is being reestablished and reaffirmed, Okay. So yeah. you're in a place of growth right here, and um, I'm so pleased that you agreed to join our Living to Be 200 team and enjoy it, because um, uh, you're one of the most powerful advocates for um, for what we all stand for, for the ideal of it. If we could all live by the Ten Commandments, it wouldn't matter what nationality we were. This is a Christian nation, and it was formed under Christian values, and so to be trying to turn it into other things isn't what this country was about. This country was about a unification of all values. About exactly. Holding. And we were talking about RAW before the um, show, and I was wondering if you would tell our listeners about RAW, because we can reunify this way, I believe. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> Ra'ah is a Hebrew word that means to look upon me. And actually, when you look at it in the Bible, there are like over 1,300 translations 
of the word look. And they're in like uh, several categories. I believe five categories, but the, the three of the categories intrigue me. Uh, the word ra'ah is like a petition to ask God for intimacy, to ask him to look upon your situation and to find you. And that's why, especially in the life of uh, Isaiah and King David, they were always asking God to look upon them. When you petition God to look upon you, it's asking for intimacy, especially if you're lost, and you say, God, look upon me and find me, find a way, help me to find my way, you know, to a solution. Or God, help me, look upon me and help me to find my way, you know, to a you know, to a destination, to your purpose, to your will. And the second category is when you're in the midst of your enemies and people are trying to destroy you. And you say, God, look upon me and hide me so my enemies can't find me to consume me. And then the third petition is when you just want intimacy, you feel lonely, you feel separated from God, you feel lost, and you just want him to look on you and to see you and to nurture you and to be with you and to firm you so that you don't feel lost from him. That is a petition to ask for one of the most sacred experiences of God, the raw opposition. Totally. And also before the show, I was doing Amwandi, which is a Tibetan appeal. So what I want you to understand is Tibetan, there's appeals all over, and we need to bring those appeals together in language um, that's appropriate to you. And what we're doing is we're bringing, we're re-inhabiting God into our Christian country. So you can do Ra'a and call God back to our country so that we can be seen because there's been so much illusion and subterfuge. And you can also do Mwandi, which is a Tibetan um, call to God to come, which is Mwandi, Mwandi, Mwandi. And you can also download our shows at the website Waking Up in America. So if you missed anything, you can just go back to the particular show that you like, download it, and then you can practice or remember some of the words that we're talking about. Now, um, when you go to the website, you can sign up for our newsletter and check out our sponsors. And our sponsors are very important people, and they're important people because they're part of a wheel, a fortune or a medicine wheel or any particular way that you want to enjoy a wheel concept. Uh, even there's telomeres there, there's body detox, there's availability to Kangen water. There's all the things it would take to make you a healthy, happy person. And um, Dr. Lolly is also going to be talking about the EMFs and um, things of that nature in the second part of the show. And you'll see what it is that we're doing so that we can counteract forces that we actually live in. During this particular day and age, we don't have to worry about Indians or we don't have to worry about Columbus going, coming over and killing us or anything like that. What we need to be concerned about in this day and age is what's happening electronically, what's happening in the air, what's happening in the food. Our, um, the things that we need to deal with are different things, okay? And waking up in America is about identifying the world that we live in and then showing us a way to walk through that safely and happily, okay? So our sponsors give you a way to do that. And um, when you sign up for our newsletter, you'll be impressed with some of the fun things that we have over there in the amazing video section. Now, Kayani, uh, you can, Kayani is um, actually, I consider it a superfood. Um, I actually didn't have my supply for a month and noticed that I was getting cranky. Um, 
Patricia Bragg's apple cider vinegar is the drink of waking up in America. Sir Jason Winter Tea builds the immune system. Protandin is an amazing blood purifier. Coningcompany.com is a 5,000-year-old process that cleans the eustachian tubes. Randy Shannon's 42action.org helps you um, get in charge with the bank and the highway patrol and all other kinds of wonderful things because (laughs) there's secret codes all over the place, folks, and once you know them, life looks different, okay? And that's true for everything. You hear the laughter in the background. That's Randy laughing because somebody just got out of um, getting tagged for something that was just a story anyway. You can pick up some El Pinto Salsa at Ralph's, and you can have a good time while you're munching your way through our list. You can go to Marketing with the Stars. Didn't you just love Raw <laughs> on the show? He's so cute. Um, he's got 80,000 people that buy stuff, and they're a very high quality and frequency and um, all that kind of good thing. They're intelligent human beings and with, with great hearts. You've got the Galactic Federation calls once a month with Sheldon and Colleen, and the link for that is right over there. Um, don't pretend that the extraterrestrials are scary when you can go over and find out how terrific they are and what they've got in mind. According to Sheldon Colleen, um, the Illuminati has been running around for 16 millennium, okay, and the time of the transition is actually right now and we're moving into a time of light and the fact that Dr. Lalio is here and we're all here and we're taking on the projects that we are and Landmark Education is just ripping right now um, all over the place. Over three million people have now done it. Uh, as Dr. Lolly will attest, it's being used in government and in Landmark and things uh, in um, NASA and things of that nature because we really, people really do want something to be different, really do, are, are really are welcoming change, really are um, getting possibilities. So, uh, we have drvalerie.com where you can get your emotional feel cleared up. Um, like, no kidding, I do epigenetic clearing. So if you have any kind of hot spots that show up in your personality, you give me a call at 310-455-8623. That's 310-455-8623. Or check out my website at um, Dr. Valerie, V-A-L-E-R-I-E, and doctor is all spelled out. You'll be amazed because a lot of the things you do they're not even you doing them. They're ancestors doing them or feeling them. So we have DNA information, and we can do what we like with that. Um, our tip of the day would be probably to say, raw, you know, call God and get hooked up. What do you think, Dr. Lolly? Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, it's a petition of intimacy that just I live my life by. <laughs> it's my daily experience because I want to make sure that my life is maximized in a way that gives him all the glory. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. Randy Shannon is the one that got you here this morning. So I think we should have Randy Shannon. She just raved her socks off about you. Go get your socks, Randy, and put them back on again. Um, and she said you were so good to love her. She, sometimes she almost breached into, you know, inarticulateness over the conversation of you. And she's fascinated and we are both fascinated with what you've done in the um, the electromagnetic fields and protecting our children and such. And, Randy, I thought maybe you could head things off with that. Yeah, and before I do, I wanted to make a comment uh, where she talked about the creed. I have a son who is 15 years old, and he's studying to be a doctor of naturopath. And the curriculum that he's reading is unlike anything that they teach in public schools, and yet so much of this information should be taught in public schools. 
uh, versus some of the things that they'll never use again in life. And that nurse's creed that you have and the curriculum that he's studying, it has changed him entirely when he reads these stories and reads what God himself gave us here on this land to heal ourselves. And, you know, there's, there's so uh, much that traditional medicine is not getting and not implementing. So, uh, you know, you're right. Everyone should have to go down these routes. If they would just offer a couple classes, it would be outstanding. Now to the, to the biobalancer. Wait, let me just interject because I'll forget yeah. and I forget. I'll never forgive myself. It's actually Tim Turner's birthday this week. Well, happy okay. birthday. So Tim Turner happy is actually birthday, doing Tim. time in jail, okay, for standing up for the republic. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fine because what we believe is that God puts us where we're supposed to be. So it's it's not that Tim is suffering in jail. It is that Tim is doing his work in jail. So... Happy birthday, Tim Turner. You're, you're an inspiration, and you're doing God's work, and we totally appreciate you now, Randy, please. <laughs> I just okay. didn't want to leave that out. So what I really would like to do is have Dr. Alali talk about what happened to her and her son to kind of set it up, and then we'll go into the biobalancer. Oh, sounds good. Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to thank you, Dr. Valerie, for the opportunity to come on your show this morning because you definitely woke me up. <laughs> and I had to get up running to make sure that I was on this show because Randy said, you have a window of 845 to 850 to be checked in and logged in. <laughs> I said, oh, I got I to gotta meet that because she is such a charismatic person, and I am just so honored uh, that she would value me enough and value this product to, give, to advocate for me to have this opportunity to share with your listening audience. Uh, the short of it is that I'm a professor of nursing education. I was working at the University in Washington, D.C., and married to the Prince of Ijo, West Africa at the time, and I lost him to prostate cancer. Mm. And, you know, the in the African culture, in the, tra- the tradition was that he blessed me before his death, and he gave me direction. And the really? direction he gave me, yes. So, I mean, I, in a kneel position... I kneeled down, and he blessed me in the hour of his, well, about four hours before he died. And Did he, he say gave to you? Me his, he basically said to me, I love you, and I don't want you to cry and grieve for my death, because death is not strong enough to keep me from loving you. Mm. He said, you will have to take my, my love and let it be your strength, and I want you to return to your father's village to raise our son. And going back to my father's village meant going back to a small farming community in Ohio because Washington, D.C. at the time was named the murder capital of the United (laughs) States. And, you know, he wanted me out of that war zone. And so I returned to Ohio not knowing anything about uh, environmental uh, issues. I didn't know anything about uh, checking the electrical safety. I uh, bought a house, had an inspection done, and everything came out, you know, wonderful, and the house was a good investment. And I purchased the house, and my kids were exchange students in Malaysia, so they weren't with me at the time. And as soon as I moved in that house, I started getting sick. To fast forward the conversation, when they came home, my oldest son, 
my children were adopted, and I was actually his nurse. And Bill Clinton honored me for the adoption of my youngest son and convened his adoption in the White House. And so, you know, my life has been blessed through the Washington community. To make a long story short, he came in this house when he was born. He was born with encephalopathy of the left side that? of the brain. Encephalopathy is when you have something that has abnormally developed. For him, it was nerve tracts. They were the um, the tubes. Like if you've ever seen a telephone wire when yeah, we were kids, they had all these little colors in it. And yeah. You could make jewelry out of it. Well, your your <laughs> nerves are like that. They're called plexus, and they have several nerve tracts that come through. His the plexus was so narrow that it condensed and crunched the nerves, and therefore the the nerve impulse to the muscles and nerves on the left side of the body was weakened. And so he couldn't walk. They said he would never walk, he would never be able to talk, he would never be able to learn. And so he was my first experience with And faith. you said, we'll see. Yeah, because I was, no. I said, God, I would pray and ask you to heal him, but my textbook says gray matter does not regenerate. So therefore I don't have any faith. Yeah, and well, you didn't believe got, that, though, did you? Yeah. No, well, I, I I went to God with him and saying, listen, I'm embarrassed to pray because I don't have any faith to believe beyond what my textbook said. And the response I got back was, then pray for your unbelief. <laughs> so I started praying that my unbelief be healed. And I'm telling you in that hospital, because I was in a Catholic facility and they had a chapel in the hospital, and I had gone down to the chapel to pray. And when I got up from prayer and went back to that nursing floor, I felt the presence of God with me because I had the courage to give him my unbelief. And I went in that room where my son was asleep, and I laid hands on him, and I said, Oh, God, I don't, don't know how to pray. And so I remembered reading the scripture that love never fails. I said, I pray for love to heal him. And his body jolted like I was giving him some type of, you know, electric shock. And do you know, it was, he was 13 months, he had not started sitting up yet. He started sitting up within 24 hours. I have and a request. He, yes, and so to make fast forward to this house, he made the world touring team in Silat Martial Arts in, the, in Olympic Village in Penang, Malaysia, in the, in the, over there uh, in between Singapore and Indonesia. And so he comes into this house, happy-go-lucky kid, personality personified, bigger than life. And all of a sudden, within three weeks, he becomes somebody. Uh-oh. Did you, oh, she just fell off. Yeah. But she'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> Randy. Yes. My body hurts, okay? My arthritis is just absolutely driving me nuts, right? Mm. I've got mm-hmm. neuropathy in both feet. I want her to pray for me with me, on me, whatever. I think we have God on the show this morning. Yeah, she's amazing. And, she and, is, and I, when you said she's amazing, it's just like such an understatement, you know? <laughs> and then I, always, I said, you're going to love her. we got to get her. <laughs> right. I mean, the, as I said, you're the, the master of the understatement. Well, good. I'm well, not I'm glad sure. to hear that because, you know, sometimes... I think, gosh, will will Val love that person as much as I do? <laughs> By the Have way, I ever not has... loved anybody you've loved? <laughs> Maybe one. Uh, well, one. we both know who that is. But you know what? That was hmm. only that person in that moment. Yeah. Inside of that guy somewhere is somebody absolutely terrific. I know that mm-hmm. because I read his stand. And there she mm-hmm. is. She's returned. 
I'm so sorry I returned. I'm not sure what happened. I have a but, favor. Uh, it's because I wanted to ask you a favor. That's why we needed the space uh, for that. I was just telling Randy that my arthritis is really bad, that my um, that I have neuropathy in both feet, my back hurts all the time, and um, I'm a clearing for having all of that vanish, and I was wondering if you would pray with me. Oh, absolutely. Because I ready? like to just, yeah, I'm totally ready, yes. Okay. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you and we ask for the raw blessing. We speak to the toxic waste inside of the cell, God, and we call First Peter 2.24 into her cell to rebalance them. Now, because your love never fails, we call healing out of the heavens and out of the earth, and we announce over her from the crown of her head to the sole of her feet that she's healed by the blood of the Lamb through the might of love. In Jesus' name, it is so. Amen. Oh, I get. What's Peter two twenty four say? First Peter two twenty four said says that uh, by His stripes you are healed, mm-hmm. and that He had healing for you even before uh, you were even born. And I'm going to give you some wisdom because when you lack, we are destroyed for lack of knowledge. I spent, God made a way for me in this quest of trying to find solutions for my health, my son, my house. Somebody sponsored me to go to Germany and England. And the doctors in Germany said to me that if you have arthritis in Germany, they send a engineer to your house to check for radiation absorption in your water because their theories are if you have arthritis, you're bathing in water that's highly radioactive. And in our culture here in America, by building code, most people's electrical current in the home is grounded to the hot water tank. And wow. water is extremely sensitive, and it will absorb that radiation. And that's the research going on at Penn State University. How radioactive is our water, and how is it impacting our health? And the scientists over there are saying that water is de- that the electrical current uh, grounded to our hot water tank is destructuring our water and taking down the life force, the energy of it, and that's creating part of this major paradigm shift toward everybody getting cancer. Hmm. And so we actually have um, instruments now where we can check the oxygen saturation of your water. And we actually have technology where we can retrofit your hot water uh, and your water systems of your home and correct that problem. So Do you have you a company be, that does this or anything like that? Uh, yes. Uh-huh. There are several construction companies. Uh, for example, Cincinnati Mink Construction does uses our protocol and our technology. Mink Construction Company, uh, the owner is Fred Jackson. Excellent. They are A-plus rated by the Better Business Bureau. We have Nano Electric Global that is um, excellent there. It's run and owned by a retired naval electrical journeyman who really understands nano insulation interface. We have uh, a number of other construction companies that are in different places throughout America. We have Santos Electric in Atlanta. Uh, we have uh, RJ eco-engineering solutions in Detroit. And so we are looking for partnerships 
with construction companies and electrical companies around the United States to do these properties. If somebody uh, we wanted have to partner elected, with you, if if uh, one of we, our listeners wanted to partner with you, how would they get uh, how would they get to you? Uh, they would simply email me at admin a d m i n at michihealth dot o r g. Michi is m i c h i. The word health h e a l t h dot o r g. And that's R Ricci Health R I C H I. That, that's Michi. Uh, that's admin a d m i n at Michi Health, which is spelled M as in Mary, I as in ice cream, C as in Charlie, H as in Henry, I as in ice cream, and the word health h e a l t h dot o r g. Very good, and that's an o r g, folks. Okay, that's a lot of people just go dot com all the time. That's terrific stuff. So any contractors out there, any new projects being put together? Because, you know, our, our quotes are, I'm going to say, our enemies used to be visible, you know? And now there's so much uh. in the invisible that, that that needs to be dealt with. And, you know, when I was looking over the site this morning, what was shocking to me, I've talked to parents about their kids using cell phones. But I never saw yes. what actually happens to the brain when you've been using a cell phone for 15 minutes. You know that yes. um, electromagnetic scan that you have, where the where the whole area gets hot and, is, and it looks like it's burning up. Yes, and it's causing disassociation of oxygen. That's why the World Health Organization now has classified cell phones as cancer-causing hazards. Well, so what do you? Uh, what's the technology that stops them from being cancer-forming hazards? Uh, yes. Well, we have developed a uh, the nano biobalancer, which is a nano uh, biogenic technology. In other words, what it does, it's an energy device, and um, it's an energy device. And when you place it on your cell phone, it stops you from absorbing the radiation of the cell phone, and it helps to keep your body balanced. And kind of the best way to explain the modus operandi is the research from astronauts. They found out when the astronauts were going into space, they were exposed to so much radiation from the equipment inside of the spacecraft that it actually disassociated oxygen and minerals, wow. uh, calcium, yes, magnesium. And when they came back to Earth, they were weak. Remember, they had to usually have to carry them off the ship. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know why that yeah, was. Yeah, they were so weak, and they found out because they were losing so many minerals in space. And so, uh, a scientist at NASA, David Marcelin, developed an electrical uh, physiology, an electrophysiology machine, to measure radiation absorption in the body. And so. Our technology, that equipment today is now available in the ready market, and we use that uh, technology to evaluate how much radiation has absorbed in the body and how our technology is effective and where it should be placed on the body to properly dissipate it and to de-stress the body. And it's highly effective, uh, and that's what it does. And it what, works what instantly. It, it goes on the, so you wear it on your body or you wear it on the cell phone? Well, it's an interesting device. We engineered it for the cell phone, and then I had I developed breast cancer and a stroke from my house 
because it was so radioactive. And I developed it initially because I couldn't touch any electrical device with the hand of the uh, breast that had the cancer. And so I developed it so I could retrofit electronics. And so I found out that it was a pain mitigator. One day I was uh, going with a friend to Chicago, and we were in her new minivan. There was so much radiation coming off the dashboard that the breast was in pain, and I didn't have, I had forgotten my pain medication. Uh-huh. So I took the technology off my laptop, put it on my breast, and it was became pain-free instantly. And wow. so it was developed initially to retrofit electronics, and I won the gold medal for the United States. I couldn't get under the writer's laboratory to evaluate it, so I was in an incubator at the, uh, in the School of Engineering at Central State University at the time, and I was directed to go into competition with it just to get a certificate of merit or a certificate of validation. And I went into competition with a 1,000 inventors from 44 different countries around the world, and I won the gold medal for the United States because of how effective it is. Instantly, biobalancing radiation and stopping your body from absorbing it and giving the body energy. In our studies, we were invited by the Cleveland Clinic to actually screen and test people for electromagnetic hypersensitivity, and we were 100% effective. Whoa, that's significant. Yes, retrofitting uh, uh, all the participants in the study so that they weren't getting feedback from their phones. Why do you think your home was so bad? Why do you think your, did your home have worse radiation than anybody else, or why was it yours? Um, We, the home was bad because of a number of things. Number one, I had so much wireless interface through the the dish network that I had for the television, flat screen TVs, you know, that I had in the house, all of the electrical interface. Your electrical current is a 60 hertz current by building code. And what's happening is that we're getting kilowatts surfacing on the line. Your interference should be below 50. When they take a gauge to measure radiation, you should have actually below 40 for safe levels, what the new research is showing. And so mine was 1,500. My house had turned into a taser gun, and that (laughs) was a source of injury, yes. And uh, I I uh, went to a medical conference in... um, Toronto, Canada, to hook up with one of the doctors that I had met in Germany, Dr. Eurek Banis, to take her training. And um, a doctor was there from Russia, and she said, do you have ants in your house? I said, you mean insects? She said, yes. I said, I have a terrible ant problem, but why? You know, the dead blizzard of January, would you be asking me about ants? She said, because you have the classic look of somebody that has radiation poisoning. She said, when you get home, Unplug everything electrical in your bedroom and sleep with your head at the foot of the bed and run and get an engineer to check your home. And when the engineer came in and brought a team of medical doctors and a team of health physicists and they evaluated my home, they said, we do not know how you are alive. Wow. 1,500 was the BMUs, the biometric units of radiation that they evaluated in my home. Do you what still do you have the, all that technology in your house today? Do you, or you um, get rid of it? And so, no, do yeah. you have a way to neutralize it? 
Yes, and that's what I did. Uh, these engineers picked up the phone called the Aerospace Community. They, it, they had to go through about six capacitors, filters, to lower the radiation before they could get the levels down. It took them almost a year of changing up capacitance because the lowest they could get it was 300. And still, even when they got it down to 23, we had become so hypersensitive to electrical current that every time I would go into Walmart and go through that security clearance thing, and that that tase there would almost drop me to the floor. Mm. I would get so weak just going through the security clearance that I had to find something to keep me balanced. And so I put my face on the floor. And I said, God, I got this breast cancer. I'm in pain. I've had the stroke. I'm miserable. I have all this energy loss. I had back pain and spasms that oh, would lock no, my back, back up so severely. I would be in the emergency room at least twice a month. And God, in a dream, he began to show me technology. And I went to England to a medical conference and saw the future. And God began to give me some resources. And it took me 18 months to figure out how to make fabrication that could hold uh, energy fields. And I'm not a physicist. I went then to Westinghouse in Pittsburgh to take a class over there with their health physicists on how to measure environmental radiation, how to analyze it, and how to mitigate it. And I began to work on the house because I found out every inch of my acreage was also contaminated with uranium. And I, I had high, super high radon levels. And radon and radioactive materials can actually also make the electrical static radiation in your house be high. So I got a whole, I gave my house to science. I had doctors, engineers coming in from all over everywhere. Some of them spent the night with me. They brought their equipment. They brought their technology because I'm like, I'm clueless of what to do about this. And then when I found out from the German doctors that we actually had medical codes that told medical doctors around the world that electrical current could cause injury. I'm like, are you serious? And there are actually environmental codes that say the environment can be the source of the disease. And I'm like, well, where are the care plans that have environmental codes? There were none. So I went back to my alma mater, Columbia University in New York, and I told my department, I said, I told my advisor, I need your help because we have to create a care model because autism is off the track, heart attack and heart disease. There is more heart disease in women than all of the cancers combined that women have. Heart disease is the number one cause. And so the American Nurses Association, uh, after Al Gore put out that movie, The Inconvenient Truth, they yeah. sued the EPA for not advising the American people about these radioactive areas uh, where the land was contaminated with uranium and about chemicals that were converging from manufacturing creating oh, totally. all kinds of illnesses. You know, Tony and Robbins, like 40 years ago, was talking about the the nuclear radiation dumps that are where they dump radiation. All, and there's like seven of them in the United States, six or seven yes. of them. These yes. darn things are inoperable for like 200 million years. And the yes. people that are around them are suffering all kinds of stuff. And now that we've got all kinds of toxins in the groundwater, and, you know, it's like... Is there a way to get into our groundwater and restabilize it? I mean, what, or are we past the, the mark? 
I, no, they're actually, you know, God is a merciful God. He said where there's evil, grace abounds the more. And so that's one of the things that this NASA scientist was saying. He's, he was saying God has given so much innovation and that we don't have instruments to quantify or qualify. But if we can have, if we can see the end results that are good and the situation gets better, we need to give a platform for the development of these technologies. Totally. And that's what is happening to me. You know, that's what I love about longevity. Yeah, we're in the, because, yeah, right on. We're in the last couple of minutes of the show. And before we go into, and I want you to say that you love longevity again, because longevity, because we're on, it's on the website. Um, but do you have any comments on Margolin's disease? Um, well, I know with Margolin's disease, people are just breaking out in rashes and they're having itches and hives. And I tell people that I believe it's connected to the water. There's, there's too much radiation in their water. It's also connected to the harp machines and to the air, yes, okay, and exactly. the trails. Okay? Exactly. So I wanna, we want to talk with you more about that. Why don't you say what you love about longevity, and then we're gonna, we, we're going to have to go into closing comments. You got you got by one sentence. <laughs> one golden longevity. Buy the nano balancer. Put it in your cell phone and get balance for your health. This program is brought to you by Kirkard Intergalactic Media, our radio partners, GoningCompany.com, Dr. James Murphy, John Denver, Tippi Hedren, Carol Channing, Deepak Chopra, Ed Asner, Dennis Weaver, Larry Hagman, and Esther Williams, Admiral Eugene Carroll, Jane Goodall, Jonathan Grana, 42Action.org, DrValerie.com, and Doctor is all spelled out, spelled out. We thank our producers and sponsors. A big thank you to our team at Voice America, Jeff Spinard, Nathan Jett, Brad Comer, Ryan Treasure, Randy Jackman, DeMont, and our friends at Cumulus Radio, Mike Vitale, and Ron Simon, great kudos to Ron Hayes for his fifth year of being research director with us, to John Young at Totally Gospel. A big thanks for all the airtime and friendship you have given us over the years. A big thanks to our webmaster, Tramal Hubbard, and merci beaucoup to Bent Meigen for our theme music, Almost Ordinary People, which is available to you as a free MP3 guest next week. Invite a friend to listen. Do a miss for today. Give someone a booth and rah-ah. Rah-ah to you all. And you're not crazy anymore. Thank you for joining us today for Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkgaard. Waking Up in America can be heard live every Wednesday on voiceamerica.com and Valerie welcomes all emails at heavenincorporated.com. This is for all you knew, pouring through, now your heart is open. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 